Hello, and welcome back to the Becoming Relentless podcast. I am your host, Eleanor McCabe, and I am an IFBB bikini pro. I'm an online fitness coach for A-Team. And today I want to bring you a very special episode talking about off-season and prep mindset. So I wanted to speak on this topic because I think it is fairly obvious what a competitor's mindset is, how they go through their post-show. So show season is starting back up. We just went through the holidays. The last show of the year was in December. So by now we're about two months post that last show. And I have seen a lot of competitors from nationals who reversed like a pro who nailed it. And then maybe competitors who didn't. (laughs) And I really wanted to talk about how important it is to have a mindset that is able to shift between prep and off season in a way that isn't going to be too jarring. So when you're on prep, and I want this podcast to also be applicable for not only like competitors, but people who are even like just starting their fitness journeys, or maybe you've been in the gym for a while. I think that this one can be applicable to you in terms of how you cultivate this mindset that I'm going to talk about. So when you're on prep, everything revolves around that end goal of getting to stage. But what I've noticed is that the competitors who have a mindset around bodybuilding that is centered in gratitude and recognizing that this is what they're choosing tend to do a lot better than competitors who solely focus on making bodybuilding. They're 100% everything. And that is just their whole life, their whole identity. So what I really wanted to touch on today was kind of the differences and ways that you can cultivate a mindset that is not only going to propel you forward in your competing career, but also across the board in different areas of your life. So for me personally, when I enter a prep phase, it's not any different than when I enter off or when I'm in off season. So for me, the switch isn't as noticeable because I've structured my life to accommodate bodybuilding or I want to rephrase that. I've structured my life in a way that bodybuilding has enhanced and added to it versus taking away. So when I do start a prep phase, it's not something that is incredibly different than how I live my day-to-day life. It just means that the margin for error is a lot smaller. So when you're in your off season, or let's say that you're just getting into fitness, you're trying to get healthier, you're trying to lose weight, any of those things, when you first start, there are going to be certain mental roadblocks that come up. You're going to feel pressure from both internal, your own thoughts and beliefs, and external, the people and the environment around you. And so something that I think is really important for all of us to just remain centered on is really gratitude and being thankful for being able to choose to do this. So if we look at it through the lens of purely just bodybuilding, when you choose to become a competitor, when you choose to pursue this lifestyle, you're making the choice to go to the gym and train, to grocery shop, meal prep, have food prepared ahead of time, like using meal prep services, but essentially you're choosing to eat healthy. You're choosing to say no to things that maybe other people wouldn't want to say no to. And that could be anything from going out to eat, 
going out to get drinks, hanging out with friends super late at night, all of those things that are kind of deemed normal within our culture and our society become a little bit different with bodybuilding. And that's not to say that you can't do those things ever again, but there is a choice that needs to be made when when you're pursuing a certain goal, especially if that goal is stepping on stage. So I think first I want to clarify like a difference between what it means to have bodybuilding as your whole life versus what it means to be a bodybuilder and have it incorporated into your life. So for example, if you're somebody who has started bodybuilding, maybe you see on social media that you have to go 100% in to be successful. And that's like a huge thing that I've seen perpetuated on social media that in order to be good at bodybuilding or be a great bodybuilder, you have to go 100% all in like your career, your friends, your family, everything that you do has to be bodybuilding. But somebody who is a bodybuilder who has used it to enhance their life uses the protocols and the things in place to give them structure and routine, but they're not afraid to pivot or adapt or have flexibility. So what that could look like is maybe you are new into bodybuilding or you're new into fitness and your colleagues ask you to go out to happy hour. If you have made bodybuilding your everything and you want to be 100% in, you might say no every single time. You might be like, no, I can't. I can't go out. I can't be around food and drinks. I can't stay up late. I can't do these things. Your frame of mind around it, it's only going to lead you to feeling very restricted and feeling burnt out after a couple seasons of this because we're meant to be human. We're not meant to be machines. Somebody who is a bodybuilder, but who has made it part of their life and has allowed it to give them structure and routine, maybe they get asked out to go to happy hour with their colleagues and they can say yes, knowing that one, they don't have to eat out. They don't have to order drinks. They can just sit there and enjoy the connection and being present with the people that they love to be around. They know that at any point in the night, they can say, yep, it's time for me to go to bed. Like I have to stick to my bedtime routine, but it was really good to see you guys and they can leave. And I think that's something that is looked overlooked a lot within competing is that you have the choices to say no and you have the ability to set your parameters around how you want to proceed. So if somebody goes into bodybuilding thinking, yeah, I want to win. I want to get to the Olympia. I want to be a pro. I have to be 100% on everything and I cannot make exceptions. I see that lead to frustration. I see that learn to lead to burnout over restriction, and just people having a bad taste in their mouth around competing because not only is that person not able to have the flexibility, but all the people around them now think that bodybuilding is this huge, big, restrictive sport. And that just really isn't the case. So along with all of this, and those are just examples, I really want to dive more into that mindset and how you can cultivate a successful mindset for the prep and the off season, essentially year round in a way that feels balanced to you. So something that I want everybody to just be cognizant about is not getting too bogged down in the details. Something with bodybuilding that I notice a lot is there are a lot of details, but 
that really is up to your coach to handle. When they give you the plan, everything is written out there for you to follow for a reason. Hopefully they're a good coach and they're able to explain to you why they're programming what they're programming, but it takes some of that stress and anxiety off of you as a competitor because all you have to do is follow the plan. And I think We can get into our own heads. We can get bogged down with the details. We can think, well, why do I have to drink this much water? Or why do I have to eat this meal at this time? Why do I have to eat this food at this time? And instead of being communicative and asking your coaches, you might take the reins, go off plan, do your own thing, and then get frustrated when your results are not what you wanted. And so I think the mindset of being able to let somebody else drive, let them have some control will actually give you more freedom in the end. And that's not to say that you should just blindly follow a plan. I know we've talked on that before. You should feel comfortable and able to ask your coach anything, ask them why they're programming what they're programming, and a good coach should be able to educate you and explain that so that you don't feel like you're just following something without knowing why and without understanding. I also commonly see two extreme mindsets. So I see those people that we've kind of been talking about where they're 100%, they just go all in, you know, they think 24-7 year round, staying only 10 pounds up from their stage weight is the way to be successful. And they often lack that ability to be flexible. And then time and time again, I see them burning out and then disliking the stage. And there's the other people who will be on the other side of that pendulum. So instead of being 100% in, maybe they're like 50-50. Maybe they think like, yeah, I have it under control. They loosely track. Maybe they don't track at all in their off seasons. They're freely just able to let go of all the habits and discipline they've built up during prep. And then in the off season, they end up gaining too much weight. They don't look athletic. They don't feel very good. Their health isn't very good. And so I kind of see these two extremes where people swing between them. And something that I really want to encourage is building up your mindset in order to stay balanced, whatever that means for you. So I think kind of the best way to explain all of this really would be to give you my own experiences because I've had experiences at both ends of the spectrum. And I can tell you what I found to work best for me and what my current strategies are. So when I first started competing, I had that mindset that I think a lot of newbies have or a lot of people that are even just getting into fitness. Like you think you have to go all or nothing, 100% in. You kind of overestimate the changes that you can make and you underestimate the time that it'll take. So that was 100% me when I started competing. I thought this would be so easy. I was gonna get the body of my dreams. Like I counted every macro to a T. I hit all my cardio sessions. I drank all the water, hit all the steps. Every single thing that I was told to do, I did. And when I started competing, I was in college. So it was actually my senior year. And I remember having to sacrifice quality time with my friends, having to sacrifice or feeling like I had to sacrifice these things, right? Like In all reality, I probably could have gone out with them to eat or I could have gone out with them on dollar beer Thursdays and not partaken, but still been part of the group. But in my mind at that time, because I didn't really understand how to be a good competitor, I thought 
I wasn't allowed to do those things. I thought, I can't go do that. I don't want to be around, you know, temptation. I didn't have the confidence or the discipline as a bodybuilder yet to understand that I could put myself in those situations and say no and feel good about it. So that's kind of something that takes time. It's the confidence that you get from repeatedly setting your boundaries and standing in them, but still allowing yourself to live some life. You're going to be so amazed with yourself at what you can actually do when you open yourself up to those possibilities. So looking back, like one memory from my first prep really stands out to me. And I think that it can be relatable with a lot of people is I was four weeks out and I started to get like allergies. I had a little bit of a sore throat. So I had a cough drop. And then midway through eating this cough drop, I had a complete breakdown because I was like, this isn't in my plan. These aren't sugar-free cough drops. Like I just ruined my whole prep. And as ridiculous as that sounds right now, at the time, that was the mindset that I had, that it was like either 100% or I was failing. And I don't know how many times I can reiterate it here, but that mindset just isn't helpful. If I had kept going in that way, I think I would have burnt out on competing a long time ago. So being able to switch that mindset and get to a more balanced place with it is so, so important. And it's something that honestly changed the course of my competing. So I want to talk about also the flip side, the more loose, you know, not tracking, not hitting everything to a T but still feeling like, oh, well, I'm making progress, so it's okay. So when people get into bodybuilding in that way or even into fitness that way and they're not committed to making the changes, they're, you know, not tracking their food, they're going out to eat, you know, they're not hitting their training 100%. All of those little ways that you are being flexible and being loose with yourself without the actual structure and discipline being built in is actually hurting what you could do. It's hurting your potential. And I would say probably within the last year, I swung that pendulum. So I prepped for about nine months last year, as we all know, and I was on it. I was on my plan. I hit everything as best I could to a T and still didn't get to step on stage. And so when that phase was over, when it was time for me to reverse, I was feeling just so absolutely burnt out. I did not want to track anything, like anything at all. I didn't want to go train. I didn't want to do cardio. I was so done. But I think luckily in my case, because I had that discipline built in and I had the understanding of how important it is to reverse diet, I was able to make my way through that reverse diet and not gain a lot of like excess body fat, like not ruin my health and not ruin all of the work that I had just put in. I was able to kind of get through that. But once I had gotten through my reverse and I was in a very healthy place, I wanted to stay at that body composition and in that physique. But mentally, I was so burnt out from being 100% on and I hadn't allowed myself a ton of flexibility that I swung into that other realm where I didn't want to track, so I didn't. And I didn't want to train, so I'd go to the gym, kind of go through the motions. Maybe I'd do two or three exercises, go home. It's not like I wasn't doing anything at all. I was still doing things. And so part of my ego felt like, oh, well, I'm still doing some of the things of bodybuilding, so it's okay. But looking back and assessing 
those two poles of extremities. So like being 100% on versus like being not 100% on, being more like 50% loose, but almost having your ego tell you like, it's okay, I deserve this. There is a middle ground because if I'm being completely honest, like swinging to the other side and not tracking anything, being very loose with everything and not acting in accordance to my values as a bodybuilder, I was not happy with my physique. I gained weight that I didn't want to gain that I honestly don't think was necessary for me to gain because I have been competing for so long and I don't want to constantly swing up and down 25 pounds a year. I just don't believe that that is healthy for like a woman of my frame. And so my ultimate goal moving forward is to continue with this mindset of having balance and not swinging between these two extremes. So as we enter the new prep season of 2024, I think it's really important that we keep in mind what our values are and how bodybuilding can align with that. And why I want to talk about that is because your values are what is going to dictate how you end up behaving. And so having a clear, strong set of values and aligning your mindset in a way that's going to allow you to make choices that propel you forward as a bodybuilder is only going to help your success. And not just in bodybuilding, just across the board. Because if you have things that you strongly believe in, if you have these core values and you act in them, like you act accordingly, aligning with them day to day, there's just no way that you're not going to continue to progress and get better and be better. So I want to really highly encourage competitors, even people who are just getting really fit or they're trying to improve their health, to sit and think about what you want out of competing or what you want out of being fit. And that could be something as simple as, I want to prove to myself that I can do hard things. There's no denying competing is really hard. Competing is probably one of the hardest things that most people do, especially when you are starting. But once you get to that point where you've done it, you've stepped on stage, you understand the process, you'll see that mindset shift. And I want you to feel empowered to run with that and not feel any resistance towards, oh, I'm changing, like I'm viewing this differently. Because if you're able to really lean into that, into that mindset, into that shift, it's only going to help you. Instead of looking to make just the purely aesthetic-based accomplishments, I would definitely recommend that you dig deeper. And like I said, identify those values or identify your why. And we've talked about that before as well. Stepping on stage, of course, you know, we all want to look good. Who doesn't? I think people who have no desire to step on stage, they even want to look good. So that is a reason for sure. And I don't want to say that it's a bad reason or a wrong reason, but I would just say that it's a very like universal and maybe shallow reason. And so when it comes down to really pushing yourself and learning what you're made of, it's not going to hold up very well. You have to dig deeper and find the reason why you're doing all of this. Do you want to prove to yourself that you can do the hard things? Do you want to be great at something? Are you trying to fill a need maybe an unmet need, maybe something that you felt for a really long time and you just, you need to push yourself physically and mentally, emotionally by way of the prep or by way of adopting this discipline through fitness in order to really uncover what it is. 
I think that those things are really critical for everybody to think about because at the end of the day, competing is not just something that I would recommend people do for fun. Competing's extreme and it's very serious. It can have very serious health complications. So going into it with a clear mind and with a very solid reason why you're doing what you're doing It's going to help you during those dark times. It's going to help you when you feel like cheating on your diet, when you feel like giving up on prep, when you feel like skipping your cardio or not training or not taking your sets to failure. All of those things, all of those little decisions, it comes down to your mindset and whether or not you align with your underlying reason why. So I highly recommend that you Take a moment, especially before this season gets going, especially before summer's here, everybody's, you know, cramming right now to try to get in shape. Before all of that starts to come up for any of you, I just really highly recommend that you take a beat, take a moment, do some self-reflection and figure out why it is you're doing what you're doing and how cultivating a mindset that is really just rooted around gratitude and ultimately the choices that you're making, how that is going to help your life overall and not just the short-term goal of competing or of getting fit for summer. So hopefully all of this makes sense. (laughs) I think as we enter this season, I just really want y'all to have such a solid mindset between knowing knowing yourselves, knowing that you're acting in congruence with your values and understanding that prep and off-season don't have to be these gigantic mindset shifts. They can truly just be seasons of life that you're able to flow through once you have that mental component very strengthened. So a little bit of a shorter one today, but hopefully that helps y'all. I really appreciate you guys listening, tuning in. I promise I will have some very special guests for y'all coming soon, as well as brand new topics, new information, and new stories from myself, as well as these guests that will only help you guys get better. As always, I hope that you guys have a wonderful week and that you continue to become relentless.